Welcome to His Hands, His Feet podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Camp. You know, sometimes we make the whole thing about living a missional lifestyle a lot harder than it needs to be. I'm really looking forward to you listening to this interview, and it's with someone I've known his entire life. I mean his entire life, and that is my younger brother, Kerry. And uh, yes, I was about four and a half, not quite, when he was born. So yes, I've known him his entire life. And um, he has shared with me some really fun stories over the last few years about some things that he's been doing there in his hometown, which is in Crosby, Texas, is on the outskirts of Houston on the northeast side. And he has been um, now for about five years meeting with a group of guys that started out with just four, I believe he tells us in the interview. And it has grown to over 30 guys that meet in three different groups throughout the week. And these groups, um, and I'm going to let him get into the details of it, but it's it's a Bible study, but it's more than that. And really, um, life happens there. And they are able to um, get beyond than ju- just the normal kind of learn about what God's Word says, but as he, as Kerry puts it, uh, allow it to be transformational in their lives. And so he shares um, what they do, how they do it, why they do it, um, but also kind of the different dynamics of the three groups, along with um, exactly how that, what that looks like to, for a Bible study of, you know, just a group of guys getting into God's Word, how that really is life transformational. And for me, you know, from a missional aspect, you know, when you meet in your home and do stuff like that and you invite other men or maybe it's other couples or whatever it is into your home and as Carrie shares, you know, have a meal together, then um, you really reach a, a depth and, and an intimacy and, and kind of an authentic community that I don't think you can do in any other way. And so as you're listening to Carrie describe what they're doing there, Think about how you possibly could do something similar right where you live, and I believe you could, and have an impact on your community as well. So join me as, as uh, I join my brother, Kerry, in this interview. So I'm sitting here on the phone, actually on Skype, with my brother, Kerry, and you, you may, as if as you're listening, you may be a little bit confused at times who's talking because our voices do sound quite a bit alike. And but I promise you, this is my brother. It's not just me playing both parts. So, so we're gonna have a little bit of fun tonight. And and I asked Gary to uh, do this podcast episode with me because over the last few years he has shared with me some really cool stories and things that he's been doing there in the in the town that he lives in, and it's really a, a just a great way to, as I talk a lot about having a missional lifestyle or living on mission and being outside the walls of your church, this is what he's doing there is, is really an example, a great example, I think, of doing that. So, Kerry, welcome. Hey, man. Hey, y'all. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Doing really good. good. And um, so, of course, those that are listening, you may or may not know, uh, Danielle and our family, we live in the Austin area, and that's Really, basically, we're our, our, you know, our immediate family, Carrie and our parents, and we have a sister. Uh, we all grew up in the Austin area, and I think I'm the only one that's still here, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we all... picked up and moved down here to Crosby, uh, Crosby down in the Houston, uh, greater Houston area, uh, 21 years ago. 
Yeah, so mm. I've uh, when I first moved down here, everybody had an accent, and <laughs> nobody does. And so that may be that may be how you're going to be able to tell the difference between the two of us. Is is mine is a got a little Cajun flair to it. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and this is one podcast episode that would have been great. Well, I tell you what, if you, you know, I'll I'll have a picture of my brother on my website where this podcast the show notes are at because. Um, if you're a fan or if you've ever watched Duck Dynasty, you're going to think that he would fit in right with those guys. He's definitely got the good good beard. But anyways, uh, I noticed I, when we were just on the video, I was noticing that you're growing it back out. You had trimmed it back, and now it's long again. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, trying to figure out what's next with it. <laughs> well, when you're like us, when we don't have any hair on top of our head, we got to grow – <laughs> something on our chin but it's just nice it's nice to shampoo my head again <laughs> That's right. well yeah i think you and i could keep doing this for all night long but um again i do i did want to jump into what you're doing there and uh in the crosby community so can you just take a moment and describe you know what you've been doing and uh really how lo- first of all how long have you uh been doing what you're doing Leanne and I were trying to figure that earlier today. We were talking about uh, you and I getting together tonight, and and we can't remember uh, exactly when it was we started. It was it was almost unintentional, mm. uh, but it, it, at least five years. We've been doing this for at least five years now. Uh, we got some some uh, uh, landmarks or whatever you know events, landmark events in our life that uh, we know we were doing it before this happened, and then. Right. Before that happened, and and uh, and it's just kind of, you know, it started out. Um, uh, I had been involved uh, in Celebrate Recovery for a number of years, and in in Celebrate Recovery, there's um, what they call step studies, where you're actually sitting down with a small group of guys and and doing in depth study through the the, the twelve steps, and. Um, we wanted to do something like that mm-hmm. with a just a pure uh, Bible study, a study of Scripture, where we're sitting down and uh, and just not trying to learn more stuff about God or learn more stuff about the Bible, but sit down with God's Word and pray and ask Him to do His worst. Just come in and have your way with our hearts, and because we want to be different when we get done here. And it was uh, it was uh, myself and uh, uh, Ricky Yonke, uh Dave Tompkins, and uh, Daniel Butler. And yeah, we got Daniel Butler down here. Oh, dude. And, uh, <laughs> uh, the four of us um, doing it, and uh, and there's three of those four. Three of us of those four are still today are still mm. plugged in, in in at least one of the groups. And uh, and it just kind of grew from those four guys, and we've never advertised it, never put it in the church bulletin or anything like that. It's all been a uh, um, just a word of mouth kind of best kept secret kind of thing. So, um, so hopefully we've wet some appetite. Give kind of a, a brief description of, of what what's happening. You know, so you've told told me or shared with us that. Five years or so ago, there was about four of you guys, and this is just guys that are meeting, right? Correct. And you all know, just started meeting, like on a weekly basis during the week. 
Yeah, yeah. It was, and I can't even remember now what night it was that we started out with. I, um, but uh, we just were. It was a Tuesday or Thursday, I guess, and we were getting together. And then um, after a while, Leanne offered. She said, uh, "Hey, I'll I'll fix a meal for you guys. You know, y'all can come over and and uh, uh, pastor a pastor of mine. Right when I first got out of college, uh, a guy named Bill Wells out there in the Brownwood area." told me, he said, there's just something about putting your feet under the table together. And I remembered that, and I said, that would be awesome. And so that has become, almost from the very beginning, a uh, critical element of the success of, of this this work. Hmm. That is the meal together. We all get together, have a meal together, cut up, you know, that all that whole thing. And, uh, and then we get to, then we, you know, it's about 30 minutes and then we'll sit down for an hour and, uh, um, and get into the word. Yeah. That's what y'all started out. I mean, it's not much different than just a typical Bible study during the week that a lot of people have, but conversations that we've had over the last few years, it began to kind of morph into a little bit more than that, I think, or evolved into some stuff. What, what have you seen happen, um, from that? It did. I mean, there's, there is just something to this best kept secret way about this, this word of mouth kind of a thing that, uh, um, uh, where you get, I mean, you show up because you had a, you, you got a personal invite from somebody, um, because they were excited about it. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not a, um, um, again, it's not something that's, that's programmed or structured, uh, or, 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 or packaged or anything like that. It's very organic. And, um, um, and we've got, I mean, it's, it just began to grow and grow and grow into where we were having, uh, 14, 15, 16 on a regular basis, sometimes spiking to 20, 22, uh, in this little house mm-hmm. and, and it became a problem, a good problem. And we had to, uh, we, we ended up having a split right when it was right when it was starting to do that, uh, we had a, we had a fire here at the house and we had to. We didn't. We didn't cancel it or suspend it or anything. Anything like that. We just moved it, and uh, we moved it over to a, a, another house here in the neighborhood that took us in, and actually a bigger place where we were able to uh, keep those numbers kept growing. And uh, um, Leanne would fix the meal in in the little bitty kitchen in the apartment that we were renting, and <laughs> carry it over to to their house. Yeah. And, uh, and, and do that because we, we didn't, it's a lot to ask somebody to prepare a meal, mm-hmm. uh, provide that meal each week, week in, week out. And, and the guys will pitch in, uh, kind of gives them a little bit of ownership, but you know, sure. we tell them, uh, uh, you know, give what you can when you can. Uh, but still it's, it's on that household to, uh, to do that. We didn't want to ask them to do that. We just, you know, was ask, asking enough to, for them to host it. And, uh, and so when we finished the rebuild of the house and we moved it back over here, it was quickly again, too much for this little house. And so that was when it was after that, that we actually split it. And, uh, we, you know, sent, uh, five or six guys over there to seed that and that group. And it's been up and strong for, well, for three years, three, three and a half years now. And then, um, and it was right about that time that, um, that the Lord, uh, was really pressing me to uh, to step out um, of 
of my comfort zone and uh, on this thing and and make it you know are are you willing to trust me to to take it further than you can conceive and uh and that was a big deal because i i just i didn't want it to fail and he was telling me that it's it's not on you it's it's on me and uh and it was uh he told me that that his supply was super abundant to to not pray not not pray and ask within my understanding of my resources but to pray and ask believing in his resources and that was when it really began to take on a life of its own and uh, and I was forced to let go and it has uh, it's very humbling it has been very humbling so how many groups do you or, or meeting now, I was about to say, do you have, but like you just were describing, you know, it's not something that you have or own, but how many groups of guys are meeting each week? So we got three groups, uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night. Uh, Leanne and I host the one on Monday night. Uh, she prepares the meal, and I, I lead the, uh, the study, the discussion, and all that. And then uh, on Thursday night, uh, it is hosted by uh, Scott and Susan O'Dell, and they, they were the ones that hosted us, uh, like I mentioned earlier, they were the ones that uh, hosted us uh, when we were had, had the fire and the rebuild. And, uh, and then Andrew Harpold, a uh, dear friend of mine, um, uh, leads that one. And, um, and then on Tuesday night, it's uh, the, uh, the Adams. And they were, that's actually a sister and brother-in-law of one of the original guys, Ricky. And uh, Matt Chapman uh, leads that one there. And, and Matt and I have uh, done a lot of miles together. And uh, just, a, again, a dear friend. And the, the three different groups have uh, their own personalities. Uh, when, I, when we first started breaking off these other groups, I wanted to teach all of them. Leanne wisely advised me that, that 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 was not a good idea and and she was right and uh and they've begun to grow uh, they, uh, well beyond me uh, more than i had ever imagined but they had their own little personalities the the thursday night group is very gentle uh gentlemen they're very courteous it's all very calm very um uh easy going laid back you know they cut up and all that sort of thing but uh tuesday night Tuesday night, you wear you wear your personal protective equipment, your PPE. <laughs> they, uh, it, it, it is, uh, it is. I mean, it's all. I mean, they're not. I mean, they are rude to each other, but it's not the, the they understand that's the rules of engagement. You may be four or five words into what you're trying to say, and bam, you just get blindsided by the next guy, and you're not too worried because you know he's going to get blindsided by the third guy here in about a <laughs> half a minute. And it's just a free for all, and it's exciting, and it's loud. Wow! And it is, it is, uh, uh, it, it, you know, iron sharpens iron. That is, that is that group right there. Iron sharpens iron. The definition of it. And I guess our Monday night group is kind of a, uh, a mix of that. Um, I don't know how to. I'm too too much into this one, of course, to to know sure. what its unique personality is. But uh, a lot of fun. I'll, I'll pop in on the other groups from time to time, and I just enjoy them. It's like um, like going to visit kid your, your kids or something or grandkids. You know. uh, each group averages 
8, 9, 10. Uh, we have a solid running average of 22. And any given month, we will have 37 different guys uh, showing up at least two or three times a month. Uh, thankfully, they don't all show up at the same time. <laughs> That's just, you know. And so it allows for, for life to happen. And and get, but guys to still you know so so they miss one or two, uh, and they're still able to to uh, to stay plugged in. We definitely do have our one and dones. You mm-hmm. know, guys just come in, check it out. It's not for them. They move on, or maybe we'll have you know guys in there for a season, and they'll be there for uh, they'll be plugging in for nine months, and then they're gone. You know, maybe they move away, maybe uh, a job change, maybe a you know a life event that uh you know kind of you know the kid gets into football or something like that sure they're plugging into that and and uh and then they when that's over that season's over they've fallen out of the habit and then they move on and it's it's all cool you know it's all good all kinds of different stories of of people uh plugging in this is a question that comes to my mind is um this is is or is not uh something that has spun off or out of a a church local church there or is it sponsored by a local church it is not sponsored by a local church. Um, I have I have gone to the staff at our church on uh, several occasions over the years and just brought my numbers and my stories and situations and whatnot to them for counsel. You know that they do all the time. This is my first go at it. There is that, but it's uh, it's I'm not operating this under their um, under any church's. Um, uh, whatever you call that umbrella. That kind of leads to another question. Is for me, uh, how many of these men that that attend throughout the week do you think uh, are part of a, a local church there in that community? It has been, uh, I'd say, ninety percent of them are. Mm-hmm. And uh, the exception is <clears throat> the exception is guys that uh, that that are not. Um, we had one guy, a guy named Greg Stotlander, uh, invited by uh, a, a guy that uh, that he worked with. And uh, and he and Travis, Travis, the guy that, that invited him, they showed up a little bit early before everybody else. And I asked Greg, I said, hey, when you go to church, where do you go? And he goes, oh, I go to synagogue. <laughs> and, uh, and so I said, oh, that's pretty cool. I said, so you're Jewish? He goes, yeah, yeah, that's my, that's my heritage. I, I haven't been attending here lately, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's how I grew up and everything. He said, will you be... Doing, will you be working out of the New Testament or the Old Testament too? I said, Oh yeah, we'll be all over the place. Oh, okay, and so he met with us for ten months before mm. he moved. Uh, he ended up moving off to uh, Pennsylvania, which is his home, mm. and uh, uh, and he, I mean, he just thoroughly enjoyed our study. Yeah, and and, um, and of course we approached him with the gospel. Uh, of course, it was it was it was there. It was right. part of the conversation, of course. But uh, there was three or four of us that that approached him, including myself, that uh, on a on an individual, personal basis, saying, "Well, the way the way I put it was, okay, man, what are you going to do with all this?" Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, and so he never, as far as we know, we never he never came to faith in Christ, uh, uh, and yet. Uh, we we know we turn the soil. We know the seed was planted, and sure. so, you know, to God be the glory. Um, but he was he the the night before his last night with us, he he 
told us how much he appreciated uh, us letting this Jewish boy come <laughs> and and uh, and eat uh, with us and and study with us and mm. and just the camaraderie and the uh, the fellowship, the brotherhood, and, mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. Uh, so he would be an example of, you know, somebody that was unchurched, and there right. there several of those. Yeah, I love that story. What do you think is different about what you guys are doing than just say a typical Bible study that you could go to at the church or even in somebody's home? Um, what do you find in that's that's really different? Uh, well, we're not in a, we're not doing a book. We're not doing a video, and uh, uh, and I'm not knocking those. Those are good tools. Uh, it's just not what we've done, and uh, it is, uh, you know, it, it, as best as I can, stay out of the way. We're just reading the scripture. We're we're trying to, as best we can, expose our hearts um, to it, to Him, and uh, you know, asking to be changed. Um, we're not, we're not here for information. We're here for transformation. Hmm. The meal, again, the meal is different than, than your typical Bible study that you would have at a church or whatever. But that's, again, that's going to be, that's going to happen many times in a home. Uh, the fact that it's in my home or it's in, it's in different homes is, is another thing that's, that's different. There's just a, a disarming quality Hmm. to it. I don't know. It's warm. It's, uh, and I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty colorless guy. <laughs> I'm, you know, just very, you know, very numbers oriented, very black and white, very um, much like that. And so it's this, this the, again, the meal and the people, you know, the guys cutting up and sharing and and uh, giving each other grief about whatever and and all that sort of thing. Just it's it's alive. Mm-hmm. It's alive. and it's and it's. Um, it's uh, it's open ended. That uh, I found that many many studies that are prepackaged uh, with a book or a or a video, or what have you, um, it's it, it you're it'll start out strong and then as it gets into its fourth or fifth or sixth week, uh, the numbers begin to trail off. And that, that that I guess that happens with us, but there's other guys stepping in there's i don't know man I, that's that's a hard one that's hard to put my finger on what what makes it different like that well and so yes i'm i guess i'm so much in it that sure. it's hard for me to see it from the outside sure well i remember it, what you were saying reminded me of a conversation we had i think last year sometime but that that uh in the word you use that it's alive and, and there's a lot of a word that i use a lot there's community there that's being built yeah. and there's a but there's also it's also sounds like a safe place for guys to come and what I find really attractive to it is that it's um, there's something there that compels these guys to come and and typically men aren't you know the first to just say hey I want to go hang out and and study God's word together um, or do any kind of study like that they may go play softball together or basketball or go fishing or hunting or something like that and there's a component to that but you're you're taking that component, it sounds like, of that community, that camaraderie, as you put it, and you're putting it into a, a setting where it's a safe place to just dig into God's Word. Yeah. Yeah, it's very inductive, and not technically inductive, but by the book inductive, but it's very inductive in that it's we're not sitting down with the Word 
and I'm going to tell you how much I know about God kind of a thing. It's just, it's we're reading the Word, and, and I'm asking, see, in my life, I'm sure in your life, you've seen this, where where the Holy Spirit beats that drum. He's trying to get that message across to you, and it just uh, a concept or a truth or uh, one, a characteristic of His will show up in a sermon or a song on the radio or in a conversation or in a comment that a co-worker makes and you're like there it is again and so oftentimes i'll open the word and we'll just read the passage and i and i tell them from time to time hey this is what i'm looking for Hmm. i'm looking for that hey there it is again and i want to hear about it and i leave that floor open for that and then that's where we'll typically where the conversation will go. And in my study and in my preparation, I kind of have this idea of we're going in that direction, that general direction. We're going there much like a river cruise. We're headed down the river. We're all in the boat. We may paddle over here. We may paddle over there and check that out, everything. But we're going in that direction right there. And that, that seems to be good ground for them to, like as you say, feel safe to say, I don't understand this, or I do understand this, but I can't do it in my life. Mm-hmm. It frustrates me, and you know that kind of thing, that kind of openness and vulnerability. No, I think that's good. And what and I love about it is, even though you said, "Well, I go ninety percent of these men are participating in some local church," you know, there's that ten percent, and a guy that doesn't go to church, maybe didn't grow even grow up in a church, is or is more likely just to walk into somebody's home, especially like you said earlier, that they had that personal invite to, right. hey, hey, just come over and, you know, hang out with these guys are a great group of guys. And we, we do get into God's word, but it is a safe place or however it's presented to them. But then they go and they experience it and they, and they realize that, you know, Hey, I can come just like how I am uh, and be who I am. And it's a great place to learn more about who God is. And Yeah, definitely. We've got, we've got guys that, uh, well, we've got guys from, age 14 all the way to uh we got an 82 year old man that's that comes <laughs> and he drives he drives an hour from cleveland texas to come down here on monday nights hmm. he 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 and his family had been here in, in the crosby area but they moved out there okay. and he continues to he, he had been plugging in here and he continues to come hmm. down here every monday night that he's able you know if the weather's not too bad he said i can't see so well anymore so right <laughs> it's right I'm not going to be there, but we've got these 14-year-old guys, 14, 15-year-old guys. Hmm. We have is is uh, fathers and sons. Okay. We have three, three fathers and sons that are plugging into to the different uh, different houses, different mm-hmm. homes, and that's cool, man. What would you give hmm. to be able to go back in time as a as a teenager, right? As a teenage young man, to sit in a room, sit in somebody's home with grown men. And see, have that example set for you right. to be opening God's word and making yourself vulnerable to the Holy Spirit. Man. Yeah, no, it's rich. That multi-generational approach to studying God's word is, is very good. I like that. What do you have? Uh, so we're kind of wrapping things up a little bit. Do you have like a story that, I mean, you've shared a couple of stories that are really cool. And that, like that one's a story right there, too. Um, but if there's something that you're like, you know, I need to really share this love to hear it if not we'll um my favorite story favorite story of all this when the third group got got started up this this home is not real easy to find 
it's on a dirt road off of a main road that's I mean, it's a main road out here. <laughs> I mean, we're talking Crosby. But it's a, so this guy, this guy lives. He's, he's got a little land out there and a house on it. It's at the end of a quarter-mile gravel drive, and there's no sign, no mailbox or anything at the road. It's got a, it's got a real address, you know. Uh, 911 makes you come up with a, with a real address. But yeah. when, when you... Google it, or, or when you put it into your GPS, it just drops you out in the middle. I mean, you're looking at your map, and you're in the middle of no. I mean, <laughs> it, it's no help. It's no help. And so when he was getting started up, uh, this this third house, he was getting started up, he, um, he would give out the address and whatnot, and people would show up, and they'd go, and they would uh, – there's a, there is a house right at the road, at that main road, okay. and people would go to that house and knock on the door. Hey, is this where the Bible study is? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so they, oh, sorry to bother you. And they go, well, week in, week out for like, for, for about two or three months, people were regularly knocking on this <laughs> door. You can see where this is going, I'm sure. <clears throat> Eventually... The guy asked, stopped somebody and asked, whose house are you looking for? And I said, well, we're looking for Ken Adams' house. Oh, okay. Well, he's, he, you could go right over and see that gravel drive right there. It runs right down that guy's property. He's, he's down there. And now, hang on. And they're like walking away. He goes, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me that Ken Adams is having a Bible study at his house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, I got to go check this out. So he goes and checks it out, and here's all these guys meeting at his house. Well, the story, so I so I'd heard about this guy. This guy's named Tommy. So I, I look, go over to Ken's house one Tuesday night, meet Tommy. I said, tell me the story. I need to tell this. I need to know the story. So he's telling me all that, what I just shared with you. And he goes, but that's not the kicker. I said, oh, yeah? I said, yeah. He said, years ago, when we all first moved out here, and we all kind of got to meet each other and got to know each other and everything, I got after Ken because I knew Ken had told me that he had been in church, that he'd grown up in church, but he hadn't had his family in church for, for years. And uh, the, Tommy Tommy plugs into another uh, uh, local church out here, good, strong church, uh, Crosby Church, uh, non-denominational. And uh, uh, anyway, so he'd been after Ken for years to get his, his family back in church. And unbeknownst to him, Ken had gotten his family back in church, and that was how Ken had ended up over at my Bible study, and 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 so that was how we started it at his. Was, he was like, "I'll host it at my house. I'll host it at my." And so that was cool for Tommy. Was I'd given up on the guy, and then all of a sudden now people are knocking on my door to go find this Bible study at his house. So that was cool for him. Yeah, <laughs> and so he, of course, he he began to plug into that into that Bible study over there, and there's a again a strong contingent from that from uh, from Crosby Church that, that still meets at Ken's mm, house today. That's great. So, yeah, that's, that's and, oh, I got one more. I got one more. All right. So the shoot years, years ago, uh, right after we uh, right after we'd started the second group, there was a guy that was plugging into that group that, uh, and he goes, we go to church together, but he we really didn't know each other. And uh, one night I came over just to kind of visit and check in with him. And this guy, this guy's name is Jeff Frisbee. And uh, Jeff, after this Bible study was over, he walked up to me and goes, 
He goes, dude, what do you do on Thursday nights? And that's that was what that's their night for Bible study. He said, what do you do on Thursday nights? I oh, I just go and go home and hang out with my wife, watch Netflix, whatever. And he goes, man, you need to be at this Bible study. <laughs> and he just start he starts in on me, you know, <laughs> dude, you need to give, you need to be plugged into a Bible study. You can be plugged into this one. And the other guys in the room go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> He knows. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm seeing this happen, and I'm just letting it happen because I'm just eating it up. It was just to see his enthusiasm and yeah. see, again, like I had mentioned earlier, that God had God had taken it, and, and he had grown it far beyond what I could uh, even think or imagine. Mm. Uh, and it's, just, again, very humbling. Yeah, I love and, it. I uh, love to hear those yeah. stories, but I love to see what God has done there. Well, again, I appreciate you taking the time, Carrie, to um, to share that story with me, the, the overall story of what God's been doing there in that community through just a bunch of guys that are hungry for God's Word and, and His presence. And so yep. Yep. I love it. I appreciate it. And, uh, I enjoy telling it. I enjoy yeah. telling the story. Thank you for, for giving me the opportunity to tell it again. Well, I imagine I enjoyed that more than you did. Um, Carrie and I, when we get together, we can really get to laughing and having a lot of fun. Had some good outtakes that uh, I may um, share in another venue soon. But um, it was good to hear his stories and be able to share these with you. And Again, I want to encourage you to see and think about how you can do something in your home or in a friend's home on a regular basis if you're not already that will reach outside the walls of your church, the normal group of people that are already um, believers in Christ. And and uh, people will definitely feel more comfortable walking into your home where it's it's safer, it's more informal and comfortable, and, and be able to build relationships and ask questions and, and learn about who God is and, and things. And so, and in fact, if you do that, if you're already doing that, or if you're thinking about doing it, I would love to hear from you. Just, um, uh, in fact, I'll put in the show notes, I'll put a contact form how you can reach me very easily, or you can just put it in the comment section, either one that, that you're comfortable with. And I would love to hear from you about either some of your stories, things you're already doing that will uh, encourage others, uh, or if uh, you're thinking about doing something, I'd love to hear about it. So thank you again for joining me here at His Hands, His Feet. Until next time.